1: Today's Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Tula Probiotic Skincare, And Talking Simpsons listeners can go to TryTula, that's T-U-L-A dot com slash laser time and get 20% off their first order with free shipping.
2: I heartily endorse this event or product.
0: Ahoy, ahoy, everybody. Welcome to Talking Simpsons. This is the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of the Simpsons. I'm your host, Bob Mackey, and when I grow up, I want to be a little sweetie pie. Who else is here with me today? Uh,
1: Amber Dempsey Fence's Day One, Chris (laughs) (laughs) Antistam.
0: Awesome. And who else do we have?
3: (laughs) Uh, Petroleum Jelly Fan, (laughs) Henry Gilbert. Not really. That is the most disgusting (laughs) Uh Homer's ever been. It's pretty
0: delicious. Mm -hmm. And today's episode is
2: Lisa. Hey there, Blimpy Boy. Flying through this sky, so fancy,
1: Breeze. Ah.
0: Yeah, That's so nice. And today's episode is Lisa the Beauty Queen, which aired on October 15th, 1992. Chris, what what happened on this mi- mythical day in Simpsons history? <gasps> You will not believe it. Uh, the day after their flag was flown upside down,
1: the Toronto Blue Jays beat the Braves in Game Three of the World Series. Madonna's sex book uh, debuts, then gets immediately pulled from American bookshelves. And Garth Brooks' The Chase dominated the pop charts. I have seen
0: scans of that book on the internet, and mm-hmm. it seems you pretty see Nick hot. Vanilla
1: Ice's ass, <laughs>
0: your number yeah. one stop. Yeah, that book was like the Dennis mythical. Too. Yeah, that book was like a mythical item when I was a child. Like, did you hear about this? Supposed to be the
1: dirtiest yeah. thing. When it really- was all over the news, and I. I, I seen it and I've just thinking about it like when someone is so popular they get a bullshit book deal (laughs) like we were just at an earnest episode earnest has a book uh, and that that's all this is, but Madonna's like, yeah, I'm just going to do nude shoots in it. And it became the most controversial thing in the and
3: world. It's all like photos, yeah. right? It's just a photo of Yeah, it's book. a yeah.
0: bullshit thing. It's just, yeah. it's
3: total bullshit. Well, did she, is this where her hitchhiking naked picture came from, or was that before mm. this?
1: Hmm. No. But she did
0: look great. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. for you, yeah. Madonna. I will not disagree with that. No,
3: Madonna, super hot. Uh, but also, in October 15th, 1992 that was when my family moved to jacksonville florida in the home uh, that we i would live in until i moved out here (laughs) so Uh, florida
0: from arkansas was that a lateral move what do you consider a better place so
3: first it was arkansas suburb of arkansas pine bluff arkansas to suburb of atlanta georgia marietta oh wow and uh atlanta georgia is the big city of the south it's mm-hmm. the closest thing to a yankee city in the south so why it, was
0: your family on the run henry uh
3: <laughs> well it's just where my dad's job took him like his, his job a brief period where
1: the mccoys took over the hatfields ahead of <laughs>
3: so his job in arkansas then took him to marietta mm-hmm. uh and then when that he got a, the pink slip there he stayed unemployed for a little while until his friend uh, got him a job at his his new place in jacksonville and so we moved to florida for that and uh uprooted our lives and all that uh, i i do think it kind of affected me like i maybe had the the st- mental strength to deal with one move as a kid but for two moves i was like eh, that's right. a lot i had one move my in roots me. are gone yeah my all oh, my roots are gone and uh that's when i started to put on weight and had a lot of depression issues but anyway (laughs) the nice thing uh, when we moved there though it was marietta was a fancier place to go down to jacksonville was less fancy and i think that's i don't think my dad liked the big city feel of atlanta i think he preferred the smaller town feel of orange park florida especially because you didn't have to go to jacksonville for much stuff nor did he want to uh but the jackson uh when we got there though we so we moved into the place but we didn't have all our stuff But we did have our tv the our vcr and not even all of our our like chairs and stuff we were going to get a new couch we didn't have it yet so we were sitting in lawn chairs taping and watching this episode of the simpsons that's awesome i remember it distinctly being this one and us getting like I think Pizza Hut pizza, I believe it was, and uh, and we stayed before the there. Bigfoot era. Yeah, just before <laughs> the Bigfoot Fiesse era. Reggie Fisa made. Yes, and thank and you, my sir. Uh, parents are just now selling the house. Like, just my dad lives there now, but uh, <laughs> the house is being sold. And it, I've seen pictures of it. They completely renovated it because, like, our cats destroyed it. <laughs> we didn't take good care of it either. Uh, my dad was of the mind to like eh, why bother fixing stuff and so <laughs> it's gonna break but, anyways but now to resell it now now to actually put it on the market all this shit had to be fixed and so it looks completely different it doesn't it's, even look like my that house is,
1: Henry that was the most shameless plug I've ever
0: heard on the show <laughs> you trying to sell buy your house buy my
1: house <laughs> where is this listed where can I see this house
0: George
3: Park Florida awesome. laser time podcast uh, it's funny you Bob.
0: mention this whenever I move to a new place my mm-hmm. first ritual is set up the TV mm-hmm. put on Simpsons DVDs and then there I'm like I have uh, to have Simpsons yeah. DVDs on in the background while I unpack it just the constant stream of comfort during the worst kind of thing ever Yeah, moving sucks I think yeah. that's
3: why I haven't moved in the last seven years because I just hate it it's so awful. much you reassess well, your life
0: yeah and, that's. Yeah, it's that's like, seeing, I am just a monster seeing
1: this pile of crap like what if a match fell into this yeah. like would everything be better Would I be buried in this junk if I died here?
3: Like, why do I need
0: this? Only when an older family member dies do you realize what a burden you will be to everyone who has to go through your shit and throw away most of it and be like, who is this person? Like what what are they even collecting? Yeah. So sorry to bring everybody down, but this episode begins. I can I wanted to say that. It begins
1: with something I've talked about many times before. Disney? With, no. Well, it, that is great. I didn't yeah. get that clip, but it's because just go watch the episode. This I, episode's so good. I did
0: want to mention that Disney thing because this is one of two times they reference a Disney, a really? famous Disney lawsuit or a pending mm-hmm. lawsuit. I might have mentioned it during the uh, Gosh, "Brother, Can You Spare Two Dimes?" episode, where uh, you know I'll put Mickey's pants back on the, the massage parlor thing. Disney was attempting to sue some Florida daycares who put it, who put Disney characters on their uh, like murals. Oh, oh my yes. god! Yeah. how prevalent that was
1: in small areas of Florida. And I remember being in Vermont and like, there's no way Disney signed off on a Tinkerbell gas station. Exactly. That didn't happen.
0: And, uh, uh, like, apparently, uh, Hanna-Barbera stepped in, like, you could use our characters. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, okay. Nobody and else I, is. I feel bad for those kids, but it was it was Disney trying to crack down on people using their characters. Like, small businesses, like, who gives a shit? But this was the Simpsons referencing it twice, and this was, like, the Springfield uh, Festival was, like, the happiest place on Earth or yes, whatever. Yes,
1: that's what it was. But and Skinner, like, you just... Copyright expired. expired. So Skinner good.
0: He
3: reveals an X green Beret. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it Should've felt... An it was Hannah- funny at the time but it now felt extreme to see Burns' lawyer getting kicked like yeah. him in pain I was like I can't, I'm fine with the goons but getting it like but. the
1: last episode a, a different level of animation coming from the new film Roman I think maybe showing off or putting more flourish than Matt Graining even would have liked him him, first person kicking the camera Skinner yeah, yeah. the camera that was pretty I like doesn't he like, adjust his tie. yeah that's like yeah. This is, that's the most un-Simpson shot ever I loved it and I loved the suitcase throw that's great uh, but th- this is the thing that like immediately hit me, because I've said it a billion times on a billion podcasts. When the show started, I was exactly Bart's age. I was going to ask you about this, Chris. I was exactly Bart's age. I'm glad you brought it up. I was eight or nine uh, in 1989, uh, um, and now I'm not only am, am I exactly <laughs> Homer's age. Uh, here's the opening of Homer at the Carnival.
2: I'd say 53 years old and 420 pounds. Haha, <laughs> you lose. 36 and 239.
1: One, 420, guys. Two. <laughs> that is like my exact weight. Wow. And, and age. I am Homer's weight and
0: age.
3: Yeah, it's not fun to be that. I was going to ask you. I
0: feel like I think Henry and I are now Marge's age. Henry yeah, officially 34. is now are there, Marge's is, age.
1: Does anybody know of any
0: cool pre-order bonuses for guns?
3: <laughs> I think Homer. Ugh. I think Homer is drawn though, not like a two hundred thirty-nine
0: pound. No, no. no in please. fact, uh, he'd be made older. Like uh, I think. Sorry, Oakley and Weinstein aged him up to thirty-nine, and then later he'd be forty-two. I think forty-two is now his mm-hmm. canonical. Oh, really? Age. Okay. Yeah. they mm-hmm. they made
3: him. Th- Thirty-eight in the uh, Humberpalooza.
0: Palooza. Yeah, mm. they made in, him thirty-eight in that. In the terrible Spring Break episode, "Kill the Alligator <laughs> and Run," we uh, discover he's forty-two. So I think uh, that was the last really? time they aged him up. Yes, but now mm. he's thirty-six, which seems disturbingly young as a thirty-four-year-old man recording an episode about The Simpsons, <laughs> a podcast yeah. episode.
3: Uh, but there's a lot of great little carnival oh, jokes. So in so good! I, yeah. A lot of the Martin being sprayed in the face with a water gun was great. The the, haggis the, on the, sale. Heh, great little haggis joke. That's where I learned
0: about haggis. Mm. The, the
3: Spook House. <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, and also uh, just one tiny auto joke, and then he's gone. And I like the thing. This explains why you won't see Auto for a little while. He's in the Mexico. <laughs> in Mexico, did he kill children? I mean, it was <laughs> there's <an laughs> empty. No one's in school, uh, okay. and it was an empty pod that flew off the thing. So, and, and later it's burning it's in the background. In
0: the, while the, Skinner the talks. <laughs> burning, yeah. yes.
1: I, I did love this. Uh, th- this is the impetus for the episode. Not the impetus. The uh, the catalyst for the episode. Uh, that Lisa gets a character drawn, caricature drawn of her. Uh, and again, I just wanted to capture it because I love Hank Azaria's blue-collar Chuck Bronson voice. So, girly,
2: you like roller skating? No. Yeah, everybody loves roller skating. <laughs> okay, you can turn around now.
4: <laughs> oh, my God, I'm ugly.
1: That is essentially the same reaction I have to any photograph taken of
0: me now. (laughs) I love the idea of a hack caricaturist. This is actually Mm -hmm. the character of Lisa is drawn by the writer of the episode, Jeff Martin, who worked as a caricaturist as a teenager in Detroit, some kind of Detroit amusement park. Yeah,
1: that is an actual gateway to being an animator. Um, Well, he's a writer, so I guess it
0: never paid off. But if you want to become a Simpsons writer, start with caricature and you'll find your way there. Funnel a
1: bunch of people into the wrong career
0: (laughs) Uh, path. Take uh, our uh, advice. I just love that everybody loves
3: Rolls Game.
1: And if you want yeah. to be a game designer, please cook a great spaghetti. That's yeah. got to start there. <laughs> but
3: it's the, all in the sauce. So the meanwhile, Homer I, has I love dreams his, of blimps. I love his dream of the blimp. Like the animation of the thing of yeah. everybody turning over. So his thing, good, it's like beautiful, and, and also the, <laughs> Ned winning that shoe buffer is pretty great too. Like <laughs> I wanted that. Yeah, what?
1: Yeah. What? But his, his blimp dreams. I love all the presentation of this, the cutaway nature of the whole thing, and, and just that. Like this is a. It seems like an old, like a Simpson joke that should have happened four years. From oh now. yeah, so uh, that delivers only on your expectations of where the joke is going <laughs> to go.
5: Now, in a moment, we'll be raffling off our grand prize: a ride on the famous Duff Beer Blimp. A ride on the Duff Blimp. You see the circular pattern on those fields? That's from central pivot irrigation. Wow! Now let's see what's happening <laughs> at the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, Homer.
0: Oh, uh, A so lot of Homer's be... fantasies involve football and the Super Bowl. Now, I've noticed. I want to say
1: this right off the bat and I'll have another example later on. Um, this is the most Family Guy McFarlane feeling episode we have seen so far. Season 4
0: is very, very much what Family Guy would kind of borrow from for their cutaways. They
1: use thought bubbles, but it is mostly cutaways, daydreams, and fantasies.
3: I mean, this then goes. This style goes so hard then into the critic. Exactly, yeah. Because they take a lot of the animators and team Mm -hmm. from this season, move them to the critic, then that gets even more Family Guy y. Mm -hmm. And then that is what becomes the Family Guy like. It's what the Family Guy. He comes in 99. I so
1: mm-hmm. never, thought, never thought about how much Family Guy is like The Critic mm-hmm. in its pop culture references.
3: Yeah, I mean, The Critic is where they just like they broke down all the walls. It's yeah, like mm-hmm. every moment is a movie reference. There mm-hmm.
0: needs to be no reason for this to happen. He could just be yeah. in a movie at yeah, any time. Yeah, it was funny yeah. that on
3: The Critic it first started huh. with, he's watching a movie. That'll let us do a movie reference to then do... He's going to turn the corner and run into Marlon Brando. And there's a giant Ed
0: Koch attacking New York yeah. in real life. That's
3: just going to happen yeah. because we want him that to. That show do it.
0: was great. Yeah. Jesus, talking critic so, next year. <laughs> but Homer
3: wins
1: it. Homer wins it. Homer wins it. And but like, but more importantly, Lisa assumes she's ugly, and I love Homer. I still use this on my girlfriend. This line on my girlfriend all the time.
6: Hey
2: there, blimpy oh. boy, flying through the sky so fancy free. Honey, <laughs> what's wrong? <laughs> Do you think I'm ugly? What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> oh, Lisa, this isn't real. It's just how you might look if you were a cartoon character. I'm
4: an <laughs> ugmo.
2: Now that's not true. You're cute as a bug's ear.
4: Fathers have to say that and stuff.
2: Dad, am I cute as a bug's ear? No, you're homely as a mule's butt.
3: <laughs> not a great, not a great joke punch there, but I fucking I love like, that I list. like. Well, then Homer says, "See." Like over saying like, see, fathers can be cruel. <laughs> and I'm not, but cute as a bug's ear is a great saying. Yeah, so I love saying so- that.
1: And it just, just uh, seeing Homer as such a dick in the previous two episodes, like that's hey, it's a good dad. Good dad He's moment trying. Homer. He's so trying. So
3: most ten year olds would not have gotten that Blimpy boy reference, but nope. I did because I was a big listener of uh, oldie stations mm-hmm. back then. It is The Seeker's Georgie Girl is the song. <laughs> so hey there, Georgie, Georgie Girl. Is the girl's name Fly. Georgie? Yeah, it's Georgie Girl. Georgie uh, LaForge?
0: Uh,
3: <laughs> but it's a woman. So the song is about her. Georgie Girl is not like picking a boy or she's like not been in a relationship. She's just flying through the sky like she, she needs to settle down. And so... That's that's the message of It's George weird
0: to Paul. write a romantic song about a girl named Georgie in yes. 2016. It's just like a, a song about Opal or, like, <laughs> Crystal or something. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It's a very dated name. Gertrude. Like,
3: or it'd be if it was about, like, Mabel. Yeah. So they, though I... Mabel from Gravity Falls was one of my favorite cartoon characters. R.I.P.
1: Um, She'll the, be back. It drives uh, Homer to try and think of... Like, the, the Homer's drive here is to help his daughter. Good old Simpsons
3: giving him... Uh, the TV gives him his inspiration on so X-Witch. Yeah. I'm my havern. line of the show. Oh, is in the I've TV used this clip. so often the, in my the, life.
1: Him throwing the child in the air only to have it disappear—such a good understated animation joke. Fucking it's a great, great joke, but all of this is a, a long it. clip. I love Whee! it. Whee!
2: <laughs>
5: I guess every father thinks his daughter is the cutest. Well, now there's a way to prove it.
2: Huh. Wow! President of Laramie, cigarettes, Jack Larson.
5: <laughs> this year, Laramie is sponsoring the Little Miss Springfield Pageant. You see, government regulations prohibit us from advertising on TV. (sighs) Ah, that sweet Carolina smoke. (laughs) But they can't prohibit us from holding a beauty pageant for little girls age 7 to 9. Lisa's age 7 to 9? Your daughter could be crowned Little Miss Springfield by our host, the maitre of glee, Krusty the Clown.
4: I heartily endorse this event <laughs> or product. What a feeling. I'm as happy as a smoker taking that first puff in the morning.
5: That could be Lisa. The Little Miss Springfield pageant. Only $250 to enter. Huh.
0: I So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I cover video games for a living, and whenever uh, there's a bored celebrity at E3 shoved onto a stage <laughs> to talk about something for 30 seconds, I always post that image of Crossy uh. saying, I hardly endorse <laughs> this event or product.
3: It's perfect. Yeah. It's a perfect way to sum up... Uh, a paid endorsement that nobody cares about, and that they that they can't put the energy into or to pretend. Like I've seen, I've seen like at the Sony at a Sony CES thing, which mm-hmm. are boring as hell. But when they brought up. Will Smith, to talk about the cameras used on Men in Black 3, uh-huh. he, I think, brought some energy to it, at least. But meanwhile, you know I mean? there are guys that are just like, I am uh-huh. Pele, I am so, here.
0: Yeah, I mean, the greatest example of this, it's on YouTube. Look up uh, the unveiling of the Beatles rock band. Oh, I knew you were going to mention okay, Paul McCartney. Okay, I love this so much. I wrote an entire article about this. Mm-hmm. Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr come out. Paul McCartney is chewing gum with an open <laughs> mouth. And he's just like, looks like we're androids. And it's like, they're out there for 15 <laughs> yeah. seconds. And they're like, thank you very much. <laughs> and then they go back and they're gone. And they were probably paid like uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars to, yeah. to give a shit when they clearly did not give yeah. a shit. But it was still a thrill. Like, like when he was I- on the
1: MTV Movie Music Awards when he announced the video or song of the year. As a uh, Lawrence Hill? Oh God! Like just yeah. didn't give a shit. I mean, and well, like, my so, problem was
0: like spit out your fucking gum, dude, yeah. for like thirty seconds. We can get you a new piece of gum after the show. Well, maybe beetle. you don't He's understand, yeah.
1: Sir Paul McCartney.
0: I mean, this the, the experiments. Pe- I know.
1: It's different than Wintergreen. And the other guy said, "I hung it on me wall." <laughs> <laughs> I know it was
3: a thrill for the people just in the audience to be like. I'm in the same. I'm breathing the same air as the only two Beatles left. You'd a famous so. guy who hates me is right there. You'd think <laughs> so,
1: but I honestly can't remember if I was there or not. And you were.
3: I watched it with you okay. in the office. Okay. Like, yeah.
1: uh-huh.
3: I know you were not.
0: But Why the. Wasn't I there? But anyway. heartily
3: endorse. Oh God. Uh, that is so actually good. come.
0: That comes from an Art Linklater uh, endorsement oh. for like the game of life or something. Wow. <laughs> it, but, was Art Linklater a game show host? I think he was. I believe so. Yeah. Yes.
1: I, this as a personal connection to me. I just you know I'm a little kid. Getting woke to certain things. And I remember reading in a magazine that, like, cigarette advertisements are banned from television. I'm like, well, br- really? That's news to me because there's, at this time in 1992, there's not only cigarette billboards everywhere, like, The back of Rolling Stone is like all cigarette ads and like, and it just made me realize in local entertainment, they were real beacons for cigarettes to advertise with. Mm. They would be the sponsors of Springtime Tallahassee's Parade. They'd be sponsors at the, uh, the, the baseball games or just giant cigarette billboards. So like, all their advertising had been limited. Some, this is a very, I don't know, to me a very smart joke from someone on The Simpsons. Well, because,
0: is a company from North Dakota, right? Like that North Dakota flavor. <laughs> Carolina. North Carolina, right. Sorry, North Dakota. Nothing's happening there. But, not, even, not even street passes, right, but, Henry? No, I
3: <laughs> can't but get one.
1: At, at the, I'm a little kid. I'm not paying attention. Yeah, cigarette advertising had been highly regulated and they were weaseling
0: their way into everything they could. Yeah, uh, and that's, uh, the writers say they can take down cigarettes because they can't advertise on Fox. So it's an <laughs> easy <Yeah>. target. It's
3: <laughs> so their yeah, yeah, as they say, as Mike Reese jokes in other in that commentary and other ones he's like God help you if you make fun of beer yeah.
0: oh boy <laughs> I think they I, got in trouble with that may cause rectal cancer and Homer's like mm, beer yeah, yeah. Uh, But the, hey don't tell me that <laughs> but uh, Homer
3: uh, I, I like the little dramatic bit of Homer having to choose between the ticket and Lisa's picture in his wallet yeah. like that's really cute and the the downward spiral of barney has come so far already that like he's a human science project the act (laughs) one
0: ends with wires sticking out of his head him turning around to reveal wires and like a shaved head and i
3: gotta give it to lisa that she points out the flaw in the ugly duckling myth which is like to say like you you are ugly now you'll but hey when you grow up you'll be pretty no
1: that's a a bullshit promise to give to kids you're ugly in in the wrong context
0: You're being judged by stupid criteria I do love Mar trying to back out of that story It's like, you're not the ugly ducking, you're one of the mean ducks Making fun of the other (laughs) duck (laughs) But that's, Homer walks in and announces He's
1: found a way to uh, pick up Lisa's self-esteem And and by entering into the Springfield beauty pageant
2: If you could have one wish, what would it be?
4: To shut myself off from the world And never be seen by human eyes again
2: Uh, was your second wish to be entered In the Little Miss Springfield pageant?
4: What are you talking about?
2: I sent in an application for you I couldn't find a big enough photo, so I sent in that funny drawing of you on Roller Skate.
1: (laughs) How could you? I won't do it. Aw, poor Lisa.
3: Uh, And then I also liked, as an animation nerd, I really loved Bart. Acting Dude. out Tex Avery animation. That is so uh, yeah. great. Banging his uh, shoe uh, on his uh, head. Yes. So And in, in just the meta-ness of they are drawing yeah. a more human-like character acting out yeah. cartoonish movements. Yeah, like, it's great. Uh, it's great.
4: Oh, Marlisa's already sensitive about her looks. This is the last thing she needs. But I think she'll win. Dad, have you seen the girls they have in those contests? Hubba hubba. <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
2: Hey, nobody's prettier than my little girl. Oh, you're
4: looking at her through a father's eyes.
2: Well, if I could gouge out somebody else's eyes and shove them into my sockets, I would. But to me, she's beautiful.
4: That is so sweet. Oh, <laughs> that,
1: is, that is my line of the show. I'm feeling kind of the sweet. They have another one that, that I'll, is sweet, I'll but hardly
3: endorse, endorse this event or product as And bad. also,
1: yet another no, more proof. Uh, if you Bart is gay, <laughs> if you have ever been attracted as a male to someone in a beauty
0: contest. You again? <laughs> he poses it's, like Betty Grable in, yeah. in high heels. I yes. mean, what what more do you want?
3: I mean, Bart's mega Gay. In this yeah, one, actually, but I, like oh, uh, we'll get that to that. But the the blimp, sad Blimpy boy, was pretty great too. Yeah. And,
4: no one's going to force you to do anything. But do you know how your father got the money to enter you in this pageant? Nope. He sold his ride on the Duff Blimp. But that ride meant everything to him.
2: Hey there, <laughs> Blimpy <laughs> boy. I drew this guy, so fancy
3: free. I'll do it! Damn! Yeah
0: playing some... with a pickle yes uh,
3: he's so sad so sad singing blimpy boy it's
0: beautiful but, but
1: I have this small clip of Amber Dempsey is that a parody of anybody in particular I think it's no. just
0: like uh, this is this is pre like uh, it's way before yeah. John, like JonBenet Ramsey I don't think was even
3: alive when this episode and like <laughs> not just murdered just like now yet. I don't yeah was there mean some <laughs> murdered I mean <laughs> she wasn't born yet
0: was there some hideous show that Honey Boo Boo was spun off of, of uh, like yeah. pageant children yeah. I, I it was Toddlers called. and Tiaras that's exactly uh, what I'm thinking yeah. of they're the most and Mr.
1: Show a great sketch
0: about that years earlier I think earlier. Yeah. Mr. Show was the first show to really zero in on like the insidiousness of <laughs> yeah. this the evil behind this Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I it is like
3: to. they are pure evil like they're disgusting <laughs> like Parents forcing children into things. Yes, uh, the people taking advantage of these poor idiots who are forcing their children into things. And you can make a
1: lot of jokes about like pushing kids into sports to like recapture the magic of your childhood, the the, un, the untouched glory of your childhood. But the beauty pageants are awful. And yeah, there's no. But that's at why they're that like
3: school age when they're
0: in sports, they're yeah,
1: preschool. That that like, scene in bat, Jackass, Bad Grandpa, is like. Everybody
0: there deserves this. Yeah. Everybody there deserves this. This episode feels fairly innocent because the parents are really not a factor. Like the yeah. children seem to be there of their own volition yeah. and they the, seem to enjoy it. It feels like it's just like kind of like closest, a rugratsy thing. The
3: closest thing to it is when you see you do see Amber Dempsey's mom looks exactly like her. Oh yeah, that's right. Definitely <laughs> implying she is a very controlling stage yeah. mom. So I love Am- Amber Dempsey. And also the I mean the other girl contestants are are super catty.
0: Very yeah. very yes. wor- like surprisingly worldly. But I love, like, the joke is adults acting like kids, though. Like, these are, like, models, essentially. I
1: love, because like, I'm a big animation fan outside of The Simpsons. And The Simpsons does, doesn't do a lot of stuff. Animation does. And one of the, this is, like, one of the only times. This is a sound effect I've never heard in The Simpsons again. Dempsey's eyelashes.
4: Amber Dempsey. In the same week, she was Pork Princess and Little Miss Kosher. She's beautiful. Wait, she's about to bring out the big guns. Eyelash implants. I thought those were illegal.
1: Not in Paraguay.
0: <laughs> I think it's literally a camera shutter, isn't it? Yeah. I, th- I don't it know what it is. Like like yeah, yeah. I think
1: you're right. I don't know what it
0: is.
3: I <laughs> mean, obviously, it's a parody of, you know, breast implants or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you having work done, but on a
1: child level. But uh, it's, it's just not a thing or a sound or an animation it's... technique that will ever be used in modern Simpsons anymore. I wish uh, they would have...
3: I wish they would have revisited Marge's crush on Jack Nicholson. Ah, that was
1: so fucking funny. Jesus Christ. I feel like... Yeah, sorry. Trying to, know, trying to the
0: fetishize she's... the ass of a Simpsons character is impossible. <laughs> I
3: the way she's, like, circling her wine glass. <laughs> it's making noise. Making it, yes.
0: I mean, we saw Marge get drunk in, the, in um, God, season one episode. Oh, what was uh, it called? No Place Like Home. No Disgrace Like Home. No Disgrace home. Like but Home. But I think this is her first, like, Marge getting a little tipsy on wine. Her, mm-hmm. like, flirtation with wine. Yes. think about that. They had yeah. to give her
1: wine for her to have any interest in anything. Yeah.
5: Simpsons will be right back.
1: Look, just like Lisa, we all want to unleash our inner beauty queen. And uh, my, my skincare sucks, which is why this episode is brought to you by Tula Probiotic Skincare. And uh, we want to let Talking Simpsons listeners know if they go to try Tula, that's T U L A dot com, slash laser time, they can save 20%. And get free shipping on their order. What is this, Elston?
6: Hi, everybody. Hi. I came in to tell you about Tula. <laughs> I drove over here. I don't have
1: a car. It's uh, the uh, lead character of my big frac- factory wedding. <laughs> and it's Tula. Uh, but
6: no, uh, this is uh, of interest to me because as of age, my skin is uh, getting rough and gross. Yeah, uh, I was—I uh, didn't want to say anything. I, look, I, I expect this at this point. But Tula is a skincare slash healthy living brand founded by a practicing gastroenterologist. Ooh. And media wellness expert, co-founder of Bobby Brown Cosmetics. But if you're like me and wonder what does a gastroenterologist do and yeah. why are they making cosmetics? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's the study of your guts, your belly, and your food, and your digestion, and all the bacteria that are in there that help you out, right? How does that relate to skin care? Well, you've heard of good bacteria, right? That's yeah. a word you've heard, and probiotics is a word Avocados, right? Oh yeah, it's good. Turns out all those good bacteria and probiotics are just as good for the outside of you mm-hmm. as they are for the inside of you. That's a deep earnest plug, by the way. <laughs> Tula Cosmetics will use some of the same good ingredients mm. you would find inside of kimchi, inside of sauerkraut, and other foods I know you love to slather on your face. <laughs> Uh, But I'm kidding. You don't have to put a pile of food on your face, but you will have all of the goodness found inside those foods working on your skin. Tula's stuff is said to reduce wrinkles, hydrate your skin, reduce inflammation, and just make everything feel nourished and healthy. So rather than just a bunch of chemicals, it's stuff that's actually found naturally in existing objects on Earth.
1: So you're saying people can uh, beautify themselves with no eyelash implants, not like Amber Dempsey.
6: You could put them in your... Nice. your cheeks and have eyelashes on your cheeks.
1: And you talking Simpsons listeners can go to trytulacom slash time and uh, save 20% and get free shipping off your first order.
2: I heartily endorse this event or product.
1: You like lasertime shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, lasertime's weekly bonus show exclusively on patreon.com/laser time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. Does anyone else get these American Express Tina Fey ads everywhere? Yeah. Where yeah. she's like putting shit on and buying she's shit. She's
6: like at the workout store. Yeah. And, and- there's
1: like uncredited Thomas Middleditch from like, that's oh, the yeah. star of Silicon Valley playing the yeah. cashier of like, oh, it like is- no, yeah, yeah. It's like, he's the star of, one and- of the, a, a currently airing show. But now they're showing up at my Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I think because I said the word "I like Tina Fey" Mm -hmm. and now it knows. But
6: also, you said I love American Express,
1: my favorite kind of credit card. It's my least favorite. Nobody express my American love for Tina Fey. Nobody takes American. It doesn't matter.
6: You can watch her get less into Mm -hmm. these ads as the weeks go by because there was one. You can, it just whoever's editing them is like missing that very, very important half second before the video really takes where her face is just dead. No expression at all. And then, oh, here we are with, Cat, with American Express. Like they're live or something? <laughs> yeah. And then that week goes by. And then the next week was her with a dog. And there's a split second of her just holding the dog with no expression at all. Like, can we hurry? Oh, <laughs> look, I'm petting the dog. But the look on her face is so sarcastic. And then the one this week is her trying to eat a giant novelty-sized heart. On an airplane, hmm. which already I don't... Like, what's the combination of shit going on? Damn. And the look on her face where she's trying to, like, mime, like, oh, it's too big. <laughs> it's like, you want to kill yourself. Yeah. I can tell you're so over it, but you signed some, like,
1: obscene contract. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again.
3: <laughs> and meanwhile, Bart's knowledge of this- padding... Oh, you've got all the- I do.
4: This afternoon, I'll take you to the beauty parlor and show you just how lovely you can be. And later, I'll teach you the tricks of the trade. Taping your swimsuit to your butt, petroleum jelly on your teeth for that frictionless smile, and the ancient art of padding.
0: Mm. You know what?
4: That's gay. Like, Bart,
0: I think they gate up Bart a little bit. I'm not judging this at all, but I feel like Bart vamps a lot in these episodes. Like, when he puts on, like, the Cockney accent, he does, like, yes. little bits for people, and he knows a lot about pageants, and he enjoys watching the the beauty pageant in uh, Streetcar Named Marge. I think they're, like, kind of making a joke they about come masculinity. They comment down in
3: later. It, yeah. Like, it's not even through this whole season, mm-hmm. but in these episodes, they definitely are... The, I think the writers are having an interest in, like, what if we imply, like, a early uh, sexuality on Bart? Yeah,
1: so I, I don't know if that's it. So, like, I called this earlier not a Family Guy-esque episode, McFarlane-esque, because what Bart reminds me of right here, um, I'm watching... Oh, I usually watch Dolce on American Dad. It, like, Roger on American Dad. Oh, oh Roger. The yeah. in the, in, like, They're I'm... both gay to degrees. Well, they wrote something about him that Roger is the alien. And uh, American Dad, I think, is a great show. I like American is. Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is, is a that Roger show? is what is roger's personality whatever we need him to be that is what he is now he's not an alien he's just anything we need for the he's episode. pop culture obsessed number 1 yeah but like if, into his if you need a golf instructor yeah. or, or like in like yeah he's he's also like bart in the scene sexually ambiguous or kind of skewing to gay but he's more like he's whatever the scene needs uh, and like I don't know I just really lo- Bart is so Roger in this episode he knows everything I all of a sudden that, yeah. out of that's nowhere true, uh, about, about beauty pages. there is no
0: reason Bart should know this yeah. stuff at all
3: it's, it is more you're right in that it's a story functional mm-hmm. thing to give him these kind of like uh, stereotypically gay character carry yeah. gay character types but uh Though, speaking of somebody who's stereotypically gay, but not actually gay, You?
1: The guy in the Jughead t-shirt? That's not game. I,
3: Wait. Yeah, it no, is, actually. No, Jughead's asexual. He's, he's officially mm. ace. In the, but no, uh, the Bob Fosse character goes by really fast. Huh, but the yeah. Turn, pause, kick, pause, well, kick, pause. pause? <laughs>
0: shudder. Was that a character Dan Castaneda played on, played on Tracy Ullman? It feels like it. I mean, oh, wow. Yes,
3: yeah, but it's it's a very specific to Bob Fosse. Yeah. Bob Fosse, famous... Film director, stage director, awesome, and choreographer, awesome, awesome. but he also like while people would think he's gay, he was actually famously a, a horrible womanizer. Like he wow. was never, never. Uh, uh, In your opinion,
1: is there any other kind? Because I really would like to go back to being a poohhound. <laughs> a good womanizer. Like,
3: uh, now yeah. uh, I suppose he was just let's just say womanizer then. But, uh-huh. he, but also he directed you know watch cabaret like he directed that movie. That's an amazing movie. Which I will not. It, you gotta look. It's got hot are, Liza Minnelli, Chris. Yeah, she's. Right hot uh, stuff in it but but also that the the film is about the rise of the nazi party in in what? germany you didn't know like, no. that, is, a yeah. the, that is, and it, you might find it um you know interesting these days
1: i don't watch any movie with a silent consonant <laughs> it just won't happen
3: also chris would you like <laughs> knowing that all the music in it is diegetic uh,
1: diegetic
3: is meaning, that meaning, is meaning it, nobody Breaks out into song. The songs occur. are what
1: really happen. Yeah, the songs yes. are happening in the camera, I think, is yeah. diegetic, it's it's the reality term. of the movie. Yes, yeah. yes. instead it's of in re- the editing bed. It's
3: a really good movie. Like, it won Oscars for good reason.
1: Mm, uh, but I, lo- I also love this, too, this talk about yeah. compliments.
2: Boy, when Lisa comes in, I want you to make a big fuss over how she looks.
4: She'll see through me like grandma's underpants. No, <laughs> she
2: won't. When it comes to compliments, women are ravenous, blood-sucking monsters, always wanting more, more, more! And if you give it to them, you'll get plenty back in return.
4: Like
2: what? I'll tell you when you're
0: older.
1: That that's, goes into yet another cutaway, but a great uh, one. This is yeah. like
0: the third joke of this type where we think we're yeah. talking about sex, but he's actually like, talking about food or being lazy. Yeah. About Marge yeah. mowing
1: the lawn for him. Yeah,
3: it's, it's an impressive runner that they kept it going <laughs> for this long, yeah. though... Obviously, that's not how women are, guys. They no. aren't... Uh, no,
1: I, most any compliment goes... Like, compliments work on anything. I can receive a compliment. Nah, not for me. Like, Well, I, they work I'm the not, opposite
3: on me, actually. If <laughs> someone
1: compliments me, I'm like, well, you have to understand, the only reason I did good that time is because... <laughs> let me they, tell you why I suck. Let me tell you <laughs> why I usually suck.
3: Thanks for complimenting me, liar. And then meanwhile, if somebody,
1: well, it, I've gotten out of the habit me, of uh, I'm like, oh,
3: okay, they must be right.
1: Uh, I don't disrespect anybody for complimenting me. It doesn't make it <laughs> no longer makes you stupid for liking me. Jesus, that self-loathing. Uh, <laughs> wait, my line of the show. There's a lot of stuff. Oh, wait, on.
0: it could be coming up in this clip. I, actually. I this
1: just having a sister and being you know around Bart's age at this time. This this is yet another something I would call line of the show. Uh,
5: that's the joy.
1: Bart working with Lisa and having to break down and make a minor revelation.
4: Those other girls are prettier than me. Lisa, as your brother, this is the hardest thing I've ever had to say. You're not ugly. Yep. Oh, Bart!
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's the nicest thing Bart
1: said. Yeah, but that would have been a really sweet thing for me to say to my sister, yeah. who I thought, because of sitcoms and cartoons and The Simpsons that I had to have an adversary relationship of. Oh, she's younger and I was jealous and she took
0: all the attention. But, uh, a roundabout compliment is the mm-hmm. best thing you can give your sister. I think. Yeah. There was a great cavern to the scene with the compliments though. It's like, Dad, do you know anything else about women? He's like, Nope, that's it. Nope, that's it. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> it. You guys
3: obviously can identify with this more because hmm. I did not have a sister. I only hmm. had a brother. So, uh, yeah. I did not have. The you, you have a little a I younger sibling.
1: Good. You become immediately adversarial and jealous oh, absolutely. About
3: his... I mean, the second they show up, you're like, "Oh, I, I'm not getting as much yeah. attention." And this stupid is
0: babies the need thing. the most attention. I had an older sister yeah. who was very mean to me, so I yeah. didn't. I, didn't I, think I was. At I was all. I'm, I'm still <laughs> ruth,
1: like uh, sometimes ruthlessly mean to my sister as we approach our 40s. It mm. makes no sense.
3: <laughs> so the Little Miss Springfield pageant. Oh the, God! The song there, the gasping for air song, is an underrated gem of a song. <laughs>
1: what i i've been refraining from pointing it out until now but Part of the Simpsons, I, I, I go off on like the uh, the chase music, the fight music of the Simpsons. It's all evocative of like 1970s entertainment that I wasn't familiar with oh, yeah. at all in any way. But that's why I find it so funny and distinctive. I think that this is all like 60s and 70s music. That's what the Simpsons mm. is doing. I mean, it feels like a 70s variety show. Or yeah, something. you can literally hear Waka Chica in the yeah. background. Um,
3: You're right. It feels like a Sonny and Sheer show. Yeah,
1: thing. it's. It, but that's the thing. Like, it's. It, we're right out of the 80s. This is not an 80s parody. It's a yeah. 70s parody. I mean Lisa's bit is pretty much like a, a Osmond show. Yeah, bit. yeah. I, I can't yeah. I can't recognize that as even now, but definitely not back then. But it, to me, it's distinctive of what makes the show so funny. It's it's it's, it's like kind of mercil- mercil- mercilessly mocking the seventies. Yeah, it's intentionally mm-hmm. dated. Yeah,
3: well, and then Krusty shows up late, thinks he's at a Republican yeah. <laughs> benefit, which is great. <laughs> we and see Miss Candy. No, yeah, no actual lines candy though. Has no lines, but she's she's back. I. I feel like they really dropped a ball with Miss Pendergast. I Candy. like she that dynamic, had yeah. yeah. But I think the writers just were not interested in her as a joke delivery system, and mm. so she fell away. I didn't know what the song MacArthur Park was until after Holy this shit. episode. I
1: didn't even realize that's the. This is the first time I heard MacArthur Park mm-hmm. because me too. I was a big Weird Al fan. That Jurassic Park album dropped. i yeah. like. I like the song. I have no
0: idea what it is. Yeah, I didn't actually listen to so MacArthur Park. Jurassic Park, Park
3: you know, song, Jurassic Park is, is frightening, frightening in, in the, the dark. dark. All, all the, the dinosaurs, dinosaurs are running wild. <laughs> Someone let T-Rex out of his pen. And they say that he and my army, uh, they should all act like Barney.
0: Oh, uh, Barney references. Right. I love it. It's so 1994?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so this, uh, yeah, MacArthur Park, mm-hmm. my mom laughed at it. And she had to, again, explain to me what MacArthur Park was because for her generation, Macarthur Park is famously a long, boring song. Oh, that People it? do not like. And okay, the idea good.
1: Because it's really dumb. It, well, it became like a. It became someone like left the cake song. out in the rain. That's a line. Yeah, That's, it,
3: I'll never have that recipe again. It, oh it, no! It was definitely a song people didn't want to hear at that point, <laughs> and especially not slower oh. and only on the bongos. Yeah,
1: a poo's uh, niece or something. Yeah, maybe. it was
3: kind of like if you were to say in two thousand two, let's hear the Macarena. Like it, <laughs> it, on a it sitar. Some, yeah, uh-huh. exactly. <laughs> Oh my God!
1: And then, but Lisa's talent comes up yet another callback to like the late '60s, uh, '70s.
3: Some
4: people say that to love your country is old-fashioned, uncool, real Melvin. Well, to them, I say, all oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain. One, two, three, four.
1: This sequence is so well animated. Yeah. yeah Wonderfully like the, Tina like the Turner. The fame dance or whatever? It, the fame it, it, dance, I think yeah. it's Tina Tina Turner covered the previous yeah. Clearwater song, uh, most famously.
3: I mean, she's doing Tina Turner's version of that song, yeah. and then when she's doing it, she's doing the fame dancing. Yeah, after yeah. that. that. Uh, and then, meanwhile, Homer's eating petroleum jelly. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, I actually have an aversion to petroleum jelly because... Uh, when I was a little kid, I licked my lips too much. Oh, and, you had and, to get the smear on and there. And so my parents would do as a way to, like, not get you to lip your lip, lips is to put the jelly on your mouth so you won't touch it. And it's just like, ugh. That's uh,
0: some pretty disgusting.
1: I, am, yeah. I meant to look it up earlier, but, like, real Melvin. Like, what the fuck does
0: Melvin I've heard, mean? like, don't be a Melvin. Yeah, I don't know what that's Melvin. from. Melvin.
3: Well, Melvin is clearly defined in the South Park episode uh, where about two guys jerking off in a hot tub? Here, oh, you know? right. It was the Butters. It was the first true Butters episode. That's right. It was like
0: the multiple like connected interconnected stories yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but in that one, it's you know Stan is stuck
3: hanging out with Melvins. Yeah, yeah defined by Butters and his other friends who are just like <laughs> well-meaning dweebs who kind of are dumb and unpopular. Yeah, like Butters is a total Melvin. So <laughs> when you think of a Melvin, just think of Butters. Let's think of the South Melvins,
1: part. but I guess that's where their name comes from it, as well. Exactly. Exactly. Um, That's what
3: I think, and then uh, then comes the reference that uh, offhanded reference to Vanessa Williams in nineteen eighty four. But that
1: is that what that was
3: too? Absolutely. Click click click
1: click. uh, click. Yeah,
3: I can't. That was the first time anyone had ever had to give up the. She did have to give it up. Yes, because uh, so. (laughs) <laughs> all right, quick version of the story: <laughs> Vanessa Williams, who now we all know is just you know a famous person, pop star, all that stuff. Did
1: you talk show host, I, Dancing
3: with the Star. I, I, in I 1983, she was uh, she won the Miss America contest, mm-hmm. and she. Uh, but it would turn out that before she became uh, before she became a famous beauty queen, she posed for some nude photographs for money, and then so, or I believe she posed for nude photographs. I don't remember if it was paid or not, but. Mm-hmm. Somebody had those offered first to sell them to Playboy. You have to turn it down. Penthouse and then Penthouse and oh, Rob Bob Guccione took it up and got a ton of money for it and it humiliated her mm-hmm. and but stripped her of her and, crown. Well, and so it was a very negative thing. She, she it. Everybody attacked her for it, even though like this was a thing vaguely on remember her. this. And so, what could have turned into a protracted battle between her and the Miss America pageant, she, she said, "I relinquish my crown." It'll Which just she was probably asked to do. Uh, and this was in '84. She gives it up. It was wow. in July '84. She gives it up. You know that and, really. But makes she the... got to keep all the money she won and yeah. her crown. It
0: makes or, the her... ending make a lot more sense. Yeah, I am proud to announce uh, via Google image search these these nude pics are just one search away. Yeah, really? yeah. they're on. My my phone currently. Take that,
3: Bob Guccione. First of yeah. all, have
0: to do Vanessa Williams
1: to remember what she looks like.
3: But I do, uh, you know, worth it. <laughs> that, shows, that shows you how different things are now and yeah. then, and like, in '84,
1: puritanical
0: horseshit. Yeah, I thought we it it's puritanical
3: horseshit. Like, oh no, this this model posed for a nude photo. How dare she? This person
0: we're rewarding based on their looks alone.
3: Yeah. But you got rewarded too much for your looks, and you're what? And it like, it was also mm. her race then came into it too, and it was just. It's uh, just
1: like a black woman to pose for nude pictures. I,
3: Is I, that check out? That's wrong. Uh, check uh, out. And meanwhile, t- now, sure. I feel like every act every famous woman is Mm -hmm. just like one hack away from unfortunately having like nudes leaked. We've just seen it. Yeah. But also, most famous people, like people are naked and then they get famous. Now, like Kim Kardashian was famous first for, uh, the sex tape. tape And then, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, I, I and don't Paris know. Hilton it's, it's became famous good.
1: for giving the worst blowjob I've ever seen. Like no rhythm to it whatsoever. <laughs> hey, I, no I, passion. I, I, she was
3: only
0: twenty-one. Chris, she had <laughs> time to learn.
3: If you were to make that video now, I bet you'd be. I bet you'd be better but uh, (laughs) uh, then again what is she you think she's even given a uh, anyway Uh, (laughs) talking blowjobs yeah like I don't want to what I specifically don't want to do though is make it sound like oh these women are just famous for having sex like they should get as much fame as they can out of that shit like be as famous as possible
0: people uh, are willing to pay to see their body Mm -hmm. go for it
3: yeah. I I'm real. Proud. I think Kim Kardashian is a really impressive businesswoman. Like mm-hmm. she's done a lot with what so many other people just like squander. Like she's she's become a like she's a video. She's one of the most powerful video game creators she's a fuck,
0: around. She's literally a dynasty. It's all that OJ murder money. Nah. <laughs> uh,
3: anyway, so that's so that is what click click. Yeah. Means.
1: Holy shit.
0: Don't <laughs>
3: say it'll never happen. And it was a good way of getting around. A plot device. So they do have to explain, plot-wise, yeah. why Lisa will become... Yeah. it. And, you know, as a viewer, I definitely thought... With them saying that Lisa will inherit the crown... I know she's going to. Yeah. But... but do
0: you think it's a little weird that even at this point in the series, Lisa would buy into this and like get into it yes. and want to win? She should have been against this from the beginning. I think so, yeah. But yeah. but also,
1: she, she from the beginning, she's also doing it as a favor to her father.
0: Yeah, I guess I like, mean, that is the way that they excuse it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm okay with and, that. But,
1: of course, does Lisa win? Krusty will
0: tell us. Uh-huh.
2: Hey, The runner-up is... I love Krusty. Lisa Simpson, which means Amber Dempsey is the new Little Miss Springfield.
0: That's... Still a better reading than Steve Harvey. Like You don't, you don't I, announce the runner-up. <laughs> I don't know if you have the Little Miss Springfield song. Dude, no. But there is a lyric for every letter in Little Miss Springfield. Yes, and T, only is to... <laughs> T is for her tooth-filled mouth. T is for her tooth-filled mouth. I want the full
3: version of that Me song. Me too. I it's, hope it exists. It's got to be like eight
0: minutes long. Well, a family has, guy would have done the whole joke. Yeah, And Dan <laughs> with Castellaneta
3: with is singing his heart out on that song. Yeah. It's crusty.
1: We'll get to more, more to- Dan because, again, I, I keep... Over highlighting Barney in this, but this is a great scene with Kent Brockman and Barney. And another, another scathing takedown of local news, but also a good Barney
0: movie. I have a reference I never got before. What's any from this? Yeah. Oh, please play it.
5: Scott, everyone is here from the mayor's illegitimate son to our own <laughs> Duff Blimp. Hi, can I drive? Well, I can't see the arm. Ah! Ah! Oh, the humanity. Anyway,
0: to turn
1: on the store's <laughs>
5: severe tire damage spikes, here's Little Miss Springfield. So
0: every line of that is perfect. We have the Hindenburg thing, which I did get. Yeah. But we all got that. She is opening a store called Shop, a Danish Danish yes. super chain, which is a parody of IKEA. Yeah. Even back what... then, it was an IKEA parody. Yeah. I had no freaking clue. Yeah, yeah I, I had either. no
3: idea either. I didn't see an IKEA till I moved yeah. here. Like, I didn't I see, didn't see an IKEA
0: until like 2009. Yeah. My hometown still doesn't have there one. There weren't
3: IKEAs mm-hmm. on the East
1: Coast like that. Well, not in Florida.
0: I didn't hear anyway. about it until literally Fight Club. But I, much later, yeah. The Simpsons do go to Shop again, mm-hmm. S H whatever O P, and it's colored like IKEA. Yeah, it's it's like the blue and yellow ikea colors it's, oh. it's in this in this thing it's just like a draped over science shop on it but
3: i mean i do i do love
0: ikea like it is a bunch of shit I but guess. it's <laughs> like the fast food of furniture though exactly was I'm... ikea proliferating a lot in the early 90s i tried to look it up i couldn't I bet find it in anything LA, yeah it was.
1: i mean what we're seeing
3: they stuff that happens in springfield often reflects what is happening in la yes. when they wrote the episode
0: like, like the that. like a poo you know yeah.
3: like a poo like people like uh battering rams Breaking into libraries. Like I love. I love ends. how
1: important the sh- the episode makes the the role of Little Miss Springfield, uh, where you're literally cutting ribbons on stuff. There's. I feel like there's a bunch of parodies in here that I'm missing. Well, um, there's a
3: big cruel parody. So really? after she gets electrocuted, oh, I got that. All right. one. Oh dear, it would be a shame if that pretty
4: dress got wet. I'd say the greater danger is her scepter acting as a lightning rod, unless it's made out of plastic. <laughs> nope.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, Little Miss Springfield has been struck by lightning. (laughs)
1: <laughs> the implication of an eight-year-old girl being yes. struck by lightning live on television. Live on television, and the lighting. the lighting effect of the Simpsons as they're watching on television is gorgeous. I love yeah. it. Yeah.
3: So when they are swearing in Lisa as the new yeah, uh, that Little looks Miss like a to something. It is very specifically Lyndon Bain Johnson being sworn oh, in after, after JFK? JFK's death. Marge is in the pillbox hat oh, next yeah. to oh, him, my God. just as Jacqueline Kennedy is in in mourning, standing next to him. Homer is in a very specific suit to be that guy as well. Like, it's all wow. you may exactly know, that photograph.
0: You may know the Jackie Kennedy costume as Dr. Girlfriend. Yeah. yeah.
6: Dr. Girlfriend. Dr. Girlfriend.
0: And I do want to say, like, after this, I I tried as best as I could as a kid to find severe tire damage spikes. Mm-hmm. I did not until, like, 15 years later. Like, they just were not in my town. I'm like, are these yeah. real? These are real things? I think it's when, like parking becomes like a huge commodity. Yeah, you no need one to wanted to visit my town. For that. So. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. There's no parking problems in my That hometown. could be an L.A. thing again, yeah. <laughs> well,
3: and here, when I moved here, I was like, oh, parking parking is actually really hard. Yeah, it sucks. You can't just back into a space anytime you feel like it.
1: And, uh, but you get, you'll always have severe tire damage. The live they might be
0: giants out.
3: Also, uh-huh, uh, here true. you go, just kidding, another one of those. Mm-hmm. The Simpsons writers
0: really like that. That was in uh, Bart the Lover with the yo-yo. Yep. Yeah, the exact same line. Here you go, just kidding. Oh,
1: Henry, I'm glad you came the table for that. I, I had a feeling it was a reference to something specific. It's framed too yeah, deliberately, Yes, uh, but this I don't understand at all. Uh, Lisa is now the beauty queen, and this is, thank God, Ralph in the right voice responding to her.
4: Hi, fellas. Love that chewing gum walk. Very Wrigley. What
1: the fuck does that mean? Wrigley chewing is that a reference What's to the commercials?
0: The Doubleman Twins?
3: No, I mean, it's just, when he says it's a chewing gum walk, which is like I don't know, that it pop? I, I think guess.
0: it's a reference to the... Com- there is the Double Mint Gums of the Twins, but... I mean, there's a Spaceball reference. Uh, the Double Mint Twins are characters in Spaceballs. Yes. Oh, if you don't remember r- the r- Immortal Spaceballs joke... Well, if you don't I'm remember the, that brand of gum and all... It just... You know what bumps me you, out? Is that-
3: I think they're saying her butt is Wrigley. I, I, Wrigley's it, the
0: gum look, company. Wrigley's yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah.
1: a gum company, but it bu- one, it bumps me out that I love nothing more than watching Double Mint and Big Red Juicy Fruit commercials... Those gums barely exist, and also sticks of gum don't even really exist. The but taste but, is gonna move ya. But those commercials were everywhere if you grew up in the 80s, uh, early 90s. But remember, they're all owned by Wrigley's, who owns Double Mint, Big Red, Juicy Fruit, but also a kind of gum called Wrigley's. And there were Wrigley's commercials. It was just like froze, frost-flavored yeah, mint. Yeah, I- I think
3: it's just Winter wiggly dream? as a description of something moving. I, I mean, think it's a Doublemint Twins. Reference. I'm guessing it's
1: a reference to a commercial. Prove yeah, me wrong, no, listeners, ours. because all those commercials had consistently the exact same commercial over and over. Juicy mm. Fruit will move you. here's are That's some twins. Uh, Big Red did something. I think it beat the other gum. But that will let the... you kiss your lover yes, longer. a little, uh, little yeah, longer. a little longer.
3: longer. Yeah. But that was the death. That was the last gasp of clever Ralph. You will <laughs> never hear him say. Oh, is that what you're saying? Smart
0: Ralph is almost dead. So uh, Smart uh, Ralph. both Ralph and Wiggum lose all of their brains in this episode. I think.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the deportation.
4: As little Miss Springfield, it's my pleasure to welcome you to America, the land of opportunity.
2: Uh, actually, they're being deported. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I very quick, like, right when the scene started, like, America welcoming immigrants?
3: Like, <laughs> deportation force is not so ever That funny never happened.
0: Wait until Wait. we get to much a poo about nothing. It's All never right. changed.
1: Bob Hope. Uh, yeah, we
3: got a jingle. Death stalks you at
6: every turn. Ah, there it is. Death.
1: That's our death jingle, which we don't, we haven't played in a while. Man. There's it been a lot like... of guest stars lately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot, but. Not a lot of dead guests. I think dead guest stars. In writing trying to write up that article about Oprah appearing on the Simpsons that if there is in 1992 there is nobody bigger in the universe than the Simpsons the ones who arguably were appeared on the Simpsons Mm -hmm. Johnny Carson uh, Elizabeth Taylor Michael Mm -hmm. Jackson and uh, arguably this time the most famous entertainer ever also did Bab Hope hello
2: this is Bob what the hell am I doing in Springfield Hope hey how about that Mayor Quinby he's sub golfer His golf ball spends more time underwater than Greg Louganis. And now I want to show you what you're fighting for, if there was a war
0: on... Little Miss Springfield. Oh,
3: the 90s. God. That really sums it up pretty well. Like, yep, no wars. Remember the 90s when, they were no, when perpetual war wasn't happening? What this about really s-
1: Kosovo?
0: This <laughs> sent me down a rabbit hole on YouTube where I was watching Bob oh Hope God. USO Vietnam shows where it's just decrepit old man, even in the 60s, standing it, next to the most gorgeous women man. ever put on God's green earth. It's like, how did this even happen? It,
1: he, it makes him such a fascinating figure. He, he kind of dropped movie stardom to focus <laughs>
0: on being a USO
1: person yeah like someone to entertain troops I imagine there was money in it I don't want to I'm say sure it was, there it was, was. All, it was all
0: valiant but he did like it and never also stopped. lots of lots of adultery too yeah, yeah probably <laughs> the uh, Joey Hetherton <laughs>
1: Yeah, Bob I Bob mean, Hope lived to be 100, didn't die for another 10 years. Yeah. That's what
3: I was shocked about when I looked this up, because I, I, for some reason in my head I was like, oh, and he died in like 95 or something, right? Oh. But actually, we saw when Chris and I saw Dana Gould, God, he, had a, show, he had a pretty savage t- uh, story of uh, working on a Bob Hope young comedian That's on one of
0: his albums, actually, it yeah. Okay. It's great, yeah. though. You should, you should talk about it. He says he
3: held Bob Hope's arm, and it felt like a, a sock full of pennies. A sock <laughs>
1: full of light bulbs. A oh, light bulb. Eh.
3: Yes, I did used to be your khaki. (laughs) So, uh, for this
0: episode, Jeff Martin and Conan O'Brien together went to record with Bob Hope. And they said he was like mostly blind, almost deaf, Mm. barely knew where he was, but he was actually very good at recording. Sounds
3: really good. Yeah, and so you showed me that clip.
0: So, uh, I I love the Gilbert Gottfried podcast because you learn a lot about old Hollywood and I love his voice. But he talks a lot about Bob Hope and how he was a horrible womanizer, uh, Mm -hmm. cheated on his wife a ton. So, towards the end of his life, he was... He could barely hear, could barely see, could barely entertain. So he had an earpiece in his ear. So he reduced his amount of network specials to three a year. Exactly. (laughs) And his wife would feed him lines. But towards the end of his career, his wife would put him in all, all of these super humiliating roles just to torture him in his last years because she hated him for cheating on him, cheating on her. So there's a clip, if you look up uh, Bob Hope, Jack Frost, it's one of his final performances, him dressed up like Jack Frost, doing a musical number, sitting during most of it. And you can see the contempt in his wife's (laughs) eyes, like, yes, look at you, you fucking asshole. You're dressed up.
1: Now these children will walk you around. All leading into an Apocalypse Now reference? Apocalypse Now? Which one is that? Well, uh, no,
3: I mean, in uh, yes, there is a USO show in Apocalypse oh, Now. Oh yeah, where Bob Sol- Hope isn't at it, but
1: uh, but it's a Bob Hope type, yes, and the soldiers yeah. go nuts and rush the stage, and they, they well they have rush to be...
3: because there's Playboy playmates yes. on there, and then they have to. I but gotta say, I, I think watching...
1: that's the joke because that like there so. wasn't a playmate, so they rushed the stage anyway, and they both had to leave via
0: helicopter, and it's a good. It's Bob Hope, like drop me off at that boat show. I, I don't blame the soldiers in the audience mm-hmm. for watching those USO shows. I'm like, this is very like a very rapey audience, like mm-hmm. like a hot woman well, comes out wiggles her butt and they're like yeah, yeah! What, would, what would you expect for guys who can only jerk off with all their friends watching my concern was like <laughs> is this woman safe like what would happen if they all just rushed the stage she'd be torn apart it was it was raw meat yeah.
1: be, ha- be happy uh, for uh, i don't know they all made it out alive and unscathed so. Well, hey
3: here's the good news what are you going to
1: ha- you going to have now jeff Roffs going off to entertain the drones yeah okay <laughs> here
3: Okay, here's some good news. This this episode or pre- predicts how cigarette sales are going now. Yeah. Like, like it, they say that they're trying to advertise uh, Laramie's to kids because their old audience is dying, and that is what happened. Like we grew up in an anti-cigarette ad age.
1: Yes, but and
3: now our generation is smoking a lot less. But the late than the '90s last is the real
1: real bite to smoking. Mm. Yeah, I'm not a I I. I was an avid smoker for a decade and I now vape and people make literally make fun of me on the streets because that's a fun thing to do, but I'm just trying to cope with addiction. Well, you are blowing up pink clouds around you. Not pink clouds! <laughs> it's not a fucking colorized redness. penis. You put a robot penis <laughs> to your mouth. a <laughs> sonic right.
3: screwdriver. <laughs> uh,
1: but uh, here's, here's the Laramie pitch to Lisa. You see,
5: Lisa, it's been an unlucky year for Laramie. A lot of the people who smoke our product have been well, dying. <laughs> and we need young smokers to take their place.
4: I don't want to be a spokesperson for a cigarette company.
5: But you're a role model to young people. And we're thinking of retiring menthol moose.
1: (laughs) Menthol moose. My greatest unsung Simpsons character. Yes, I think he died after this. That's not a mask. No, no, <laughs> it's that's, you can
0: see a real mouth on <laughs> that yes. thing.
1: Uh, but but, but well, Joe Camel was still around. Yeah, that's that's how old this like episode is. L- late nineties. Yeah,
0: big old dick face. So there's one joke we missed. That I want to point out because there's precedent set here. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lisa's popular now. She's a little Miss Springfield. They're taking her around, and she's now part of the wax museum. They put <laughs> oh, her yes. head on Doctor Ruth's body, and like <laughs> they they cut to the pit of horrors, and it's her head, Mr. T, and Ronald Reagan on pikes. Now, the show Game of Thrones got in huge trouble because some jokester prop guy oh, put George W. Bush's head right. on a pike. They had to recall DVDs because Holy of this. Shit. It was a huge fucking deal. Wow. But there was precedent set like, no, that's a president's head on a pike. Go to hell. Like, that's We can do shock. this.
3: You know, I didn't even think of it in that context of like Reagan's head on a spike is a very political yes. statement.
1: I, well,
0: I thought it was more of a statement against the 80s.
3: No, like, that's how I read it as a kid. It's just like, I'm sure, yeah, I'm I'm sure Granning was
0: like, yeah, I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. yeah,
3: I think at first I read a statement like 80 celebrities are old and they're not they're not getting wax figures anymore but Ronald Reagan's head on a pike mm-hmm. implies something yes he was still alive too so
0: yeah. when that Game of Thrones things happened that Game mm. of Thrones thing happened everyone was pointing out no the Simpsons did this and it was fine like yeah. no one cared there were no DVDs recalled yeah. we watched the episode we got over it but all of a sudden it was like no you cannot do that in your show sir holy shit DVDs yeah. were recalled and you can barely tell it's George W. Bush yeah. Like you can tell like it's like, like a second shot you can see the side of his face so yeah
3: uh, so Lisa turns on the Laramie oh, yeah, segregation and turns into a social justice warrior.
4: I'm tired of being a corporate shell. <laughs> <laughs> From now on, I will speak out against the evils in society. From dog napping to cigarettes.
0: <laughs> dog napping.
1: Uh, by the way, if there are any cigarettes who would like to sponsor the show, we are open to this idea. And <laughs> Anything I, slim. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I Vincent com- and Hedges, you still around?
3: I completely forgot the joke mm-hmm. of... Uh, of the nerds rushing the it's football field, so, it's funny. so beautiful. I think it's funny yeah. that they're not
0: beaten to death after that. Well,
3: let's uh, get them. You didn't. The, you clearly didn't read the newspaper. Oh right, the, yeah. That it said nerds pummel nerd pummeled in football melee. On the <laughs> I, I forgot about
0: that. I was waiting for the yeah. payoff. I forgot it was delivered via newspaper. That's uh, one of my yeah. favorite
1: gags that didn't work well enough in audio to capture. Like. But.
0: Here's my thing, though. Mm. The writers agree that this cigarette thing comes out of nowhere for a third act closure, and it's (laughs) not very satisfying. I agree. Mm -hmm.
1: It falls apart. It does fall apart here. And it's not even why she's booted off out of the role, I mean, of, uh, it and It isn't like, like she, they she's they
3: making political enemies, and so they're trying I, to get rid of her.
0: I do like there's another Wiggum, uh, Quimby Smoky Room I, showdown, but like, Wiggum is too stupid too to participate. Stupid. He's eating potato chips. I wanted
1: the meh, exchange uh, yeah. from uh, the fuck. What episode was that? But I called this Springfield Illuminati because I he love was it's Homer alone. It's yeah, it's Homer. Mayor Quimby. Uh, Mayor Quimby. The Laramie guy. But it's crusty in a cigarette post. In addition to that, the Springfield Illuminati. I love them. Gentlemen,
2: we need to get Lisa Simpson out and Amber Dempsey back in. But this glorified crossing god of a police chief won't get off his big fat can. You don't care if I open these potato chips.
5: (laughs) Gentlemen, our prayers have been answered. Take a look at our little Miss Springfield's pageant application.
2: Roxy in a bottle of champagne. and Uh-oh. some
0: dip for these chips. Something. <laughs> <laughs> He's so fixated on the chips. Uh, Great yeah, little I like the little
3: Abloid there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah.
0: There's there's one more of these showdowns I think with uh, in Home... Uh, sorry, March vs. the Monorail mm-hmm. where Quimby yes. and Wiggum are in like having another smoky time, really. room discussion, yeah.
3: But the... Uh, well, actually, there is the one in the sauna where he says, "Hey, don't tell anybody," but Mars got arrested for shoplifting. Oh, right, so, yeah, th- that it's not a smoky back
0: room so mm-hmm. much as a sauna, but yeah, it counts a bit.
3: So, yeah, as the storytelling thing, once Lisa becomes a beauty queen, I don't think they knew what they wanted to do with her, and then it just quickly falls apart like they poorly built catamaran yeah. falls apart. Uh, but it's- I think they even just hang a lantern on how much they don't care about anyone, like. And it's a goat. Well, that's why, yeah. like
1: the previous episode, I pointed out Trusty coming over for, to raise money for Jewish clowns
0: is because, mm-hmm. like, Simpson's whole job is to reset at the end of every episode. Yeah. It has yeah. to reset. I, I like to think Lisa would be savvy enough to know a a contest sponsored by a cigarette company <laughs> would compromise her morals if she won it. I feel like she should know that. She ahead should of have time. questioned that yeah.
3: earlier. Maybe that's why she'll be smarter the next time with this. Mm-hmm. But I mean, episodes like this and the Malibu Stacy episode are kind of. Are they like innocence lost that, moments for yeah. Lisa? Yes, and I yeah. love,
1: I do love the episodes where Lisa gets to play a little girl. It's mm-hmm. nice that she's the voice of reason in a family of idiots, but L- like,
3: like that she she's the voice of reason, but she still is a little girl, and and occasionally mm-hmm. she'll get woken up to, yeah. oh, this other thing it uh, you thought was innocent mm-hmm. part of your childhood. It also is evil, and you might need to you be protested or whatever. Yeah. Uh, God, oh, my God. I can't wait for the Malibu Stacy episode. Uh, we're so close. We have to <laughs> get Diana case. on that, I
0: think. Oh, is that oh, season God. five? Season five, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so so this episode goes those off. Those
1: goats. That yeah. goat, man. Yeah, that's the end of the episode.
5: Lisa Simpson is no longer Little Miss Springfield. She was stripped of her crown in a ceremony earlier today. But it does seem the father of the deposed beauty queen, Homer Simpson, filled out the pageant application incorrectly. In the area under do not write in this space, he wrote, okay.
2: If it wasn't for me, it'd still be queen. You must hate me.
4: Dad, do you remember why you entered me in that pageant?
2: I don't know. Was I drunk?
4: Possibly. But the point (laughs) is, you wanted me to feel better about myself. And I
6: do.
2: Really? Uh Uh-huh. Will you remember this the next time I wreck your life? It's a deal.
1: (laughs) Would she? It's... uh, oh, that... The Brockman news. Cutting to the
0: goat is I, such a good. The game. sound of
3: him walking out of the room was really good too. Like it sounded like uh, Sheer actually did like walk out of the recording booth.
0: I mm. love the line. I'll be downstairs at McDougal's. It calls back <laughs> to that drunk journalist era, the drunk TV journalist era. Because uh, when I went to college like 15 years ago, I was a telecom a t- major originally, telecommunications. Oh. I took an announcing class, which is why my diction is so great, of course. Oh, boy, and boy. I was taught by the great Tom Holden of Youngstown, <laughs> Ohio. He was wow. he was basically uh, the Ron Burgundy of wow. our town in the 70s but mm-hmm. at that time he was a washed up like former alcoholic but he was Kent Brockman basically wow. like he looked like Kent Brockman he spoke like him mm-hmm. he had a giant Jim Blossom nose so when I heard this line I'm like that's him like this that's, <laughs> this, that's this that's this era of anchors, news I, anchors I
1: actually read the anchorman script at one point and it, the original script it, it called for like Tom Brokaw and Dan Rather to be in a bar that's it was supposed to open with all, every famous newscaster talking uh-huh. about Ron Burgundy in the 70s well
3: that also reminds me you know in Not network every- uh, network showed you the life of a news anchor, and they all are going out for drinks afterwards. They're all drunk. So. Well, I don't know are, if
0: that's changed are, or it's just become like just sort of accepted. But like the drunk uh, news guy, <laughs> journalist, news anchor, anyone associated with the press is well, what just what if
1: a, hypothetically? You ready for this? I'm gonna blow your minds. Oh god! What if that's what everybody does? Oh, well, what hmm. are we about to do after like right after this recording? Oh, drink more beer. Yes, go downstairs <laughs> and drink more beer. <laughs> I want to get drunk it and it stay eight. up all night. <laughs> But the Kent Brockman joke is great. Uh, I I do, yeah, I love Lisa getting to play the role of a little girl. I just wish I could workshop the writing some okay. There's a good joke in the application thing. It just, I I think it's bad to have Kent Brockman read it out loud. It's a very cheap
3: way to finish it. It takes too long. Well,. It both takes too long and just speeds it up. Like yeah. there, he wrote okay, in the thing, it's over. Boot, it's over. And
0: more behind the scenes stuff. I think on the comment here, they said there were like the whole writing staff had basically vacated, so they didn't have the the <laughs> pool of talent to draw from for ideas. So it was basically just like a few people left at this point. That like I think they took a break after and season th- the, three. The goat cutaway is the good, yeah, the good joke, yes. the good part of the joke. I love mm-hmm. when things don't go right for Ken Brockman and he leaves. So good. It happens several times.
3: <laughs> it's more <laughs> unprofessional for him to just leave the set than for the things coming at him. Yeah. How does this happen?
0: These shows are supposed to be a half an hour. They're getting so goddamn good, Chris, no. we can't just leave it to half an hour. <laughs> the fans demand it. Please give us more money, by <laughs> the way. <laughs> <laughs> I have been your host, Bob Mackey. This is Talking Simpsons. You can find me on Twitter as Bob Servo. I also host another podcast. It's called Retronauts. It's a classic gaming podcast. You can find it at retronauts.com or usgamer.net. Also, read my writing at usgamer.net or somethingawful.com. Henry, what do you do? I'm
3: H E N E R E Y G on Twitter, and you can follow my work at fandom.com where I'm the senior games editor. But there's other great things you can do, like listening to all my appearances in the Laser Time family of podcasts. I used to do a comic book podcast called Cape Crisis, which you can still download if you want to listen to it. But more recently, I've been on episodes of Video Game Apocalypse of Laser Time. But most importantly the patreon.com slash laser time special season three wrap up of talking Simpsons for $5 a month. You'll get access to that as well as our season two wrap up and the entire first season of talking Simpsons all there and tons more bonus content you will get for monetarily supporting us being able to do this podcast every week, along with a bunch of other podcasts, five dollars a month patreon.com slash laser that is
0: 15 new episodes of talking simpsons you probably haven't heard That's before true. right yeah and yeah.
1: so much more right chris yeah and you can find me at Lasertimepodcast.com. we do have a ton of fun shows there please take my word for it just go listen uh they're available in any everywhere you listen to your podcast your itunes your fucking Spotify, you yeah. see ya. what's the other ones oh my oh, god I'm uh Stitcher?
3: google play google play, yeah,
0: google play uh, let's go drink <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another Treehouse of Horror. One of the best ones. See you then. So close to Halloween.
2: Wow. Infotainment.